This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville says he is in support of Donald Trump's recent announcement that Trump plans to run for the presidency in 2024. Tuberville called... Trump, an outsider who understands the scheme of things and has accomplished a lot in his time in the White House before. Tupperville says he's totally on Trump's side. The senator is also supporting Mitch McConnell as the Senate minority leader, saying that he has disagreed with McConnell in the past, but McConnell still listens to him. U.S. Senator-elect Katie Britt is refusing to say how she voted on the party election that was held this week for McConnell as the Senate minority leader. Some U.S. senators were seeking to delay that vote regarding McConnell till after the Georgia Senate runoff race was completed in December, and that one is between Herschel Walker and Ralph Warnock. Clearly, however, that did not happen. Also, in regards to Tuberville, the senator did not vote in favor of the Senate bill that federally legalizes homosexual marriages. Twelve other Republicans, however, did cross over and supported the Democrat bill. That bill now heads back to the U.S. House to vote on the changes that were made in the Senate. Joe Biden has indicated that he will sign the bill into law if it makes it to his desk. A Tuscaloosa jury issues a guilty verdict against the second defendant in the kidnapping and murder case of three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney back in 2019. Derek Brown of Birmingham was charged with kidnapping and conspiracy to kidnap a minor. Brown's case had to be moved to Tuscaloosa in order to obtain a fair jury. During the trial, Brown did reveal that she woke up from a drunken stupor in her apartment to find her boyfriend, Patrick Stallworth, sexually abusing the little girl. Stallworth has already been convicted in this case. Both Stallworth and Brown will face capital murder charges with the state prosecuting, and the state prosecutors say they will seek the death penalty. Community colleges here in Alabama are taking tangible steps to help with the school bus driver shortage that's occurring here in the state. The Alabama Community College System has received a grant in order to write curriculum for bus driver training. These colleges will then offer the course for free to those who want to become drivers. Shelby County Schools Transportation Coordinator Rick Vines spoke with WBRC about the great need. We've got several postings right now. I mean, we've had them all summer long, you know, of bus driver positions that we're trying to fill. Uh, And... Uh, and we don't have any qualified applicants for the overwhelming majority of the postings that we have. So, yes, there's a, there's a huge need. And an NBA basketball legend is weighing in on the Auburn football coaching situation. Charles Barkley is a Leeds native who wants to see his alma mater succeed in football. So he is suggesting that Auburn University hire Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders. Barkley was asked by the hosts of the Next Round podcast on whether Lane Kiffin was a good idea. Well, I'm going to support whoever the coach is. I personally want Deion Sanders uh, because I think, number one, he's going to recruit like hell. I think that it would be – first of all, Deion's going to win wherever he goes. If you ever been around Deion Sanders, like I watched that 60 Minutes interview uh, about a month ago, and I said – I've known Dion since college. That's the way he is. He's going to win or be successful at anything he does. But I think the thing we need to do at Auburn, man, we need some star power. Because like I say, with Coach Kelly down at all uh, LSU, Tennessee's got it turned around. And then with Texas and Oklahoma coming, 
man, the SEC is only going to get crazier the next 10 to 15 years. So Kiffin is a terrific coach. Uh, but like I say, my personal opinion, I would love to see them hire Dion. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Republican members of the U.S. House Oversight Committee announced plans to investigate Joe Biden. Here's Kentucky Congressman James Comer. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the President of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. A former financial manager within BlackRock, Ed Dowd, is now talking about the numbers and statistics that he's been crunching in regards to the rise of sudden deaths following the release of the COVID-19 vaccine. Dowd says the actuary reports from insurance companies, funeral homes, and government databases show a rise in deaths starting in May of 2021, not so much in 2020. Dowd spoke with Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon Video Platform, as well as Natural News. The Society of Actuaries doesn't publish this data um, but once a year, and and the 2021 data came out in August. So they verified our data, Um, which is good because, I mean, we were just two guys on the Internet talking about CDC numbers. So now we have, you know, the whole society verifying us. They uh, I know from an inside whistleblower that the month of August saw 36 percent excess mortality in the millennial group life policyholders, that's age 25 to 44, 36. So you would expect this to be coming down, Mike, especially since boosters are not really uh, picking up or being taken up with as much verve as they were, and mandates are kind of here and there going by the wayside. So we're suspecting that even if you got a jab a year ago and you you seem fine, there's lots of things popping up now. We think there might be delayed causes and, and adverse effects coming on after, uh, you know, uh, up to a year after. Nancy Pelosi now says she will not run for a leadership position in the newly configured House of Representatives starting in 2023. That's when Republicans will be in the majority. 82-year-old Pelosi says she will still stay in Congress to represent the San Francisco area. Pelosi has been in that congressional office for 35 years. When it comes to Pelosi, the story that involves her husband, a young man with a hammer, and the San Francisco police, well, it's taking a new turn when it comes to the details. An NBC reporter from San Francisco was first suspended from his job 
for making the initial report that Paul Pelosi peacefully answered the door to his own home when police were sent there back in October. Miguel Almaguar also said that David DePape, the man who's accused of attacking Pelosi, didn't do so until after the police had arrived. Now, another NBC reporter from the Bay Area is backing Almaguar's first report. Bigad Shaban said that this week, the police body camera footage has confirmed that Pelosi answered the door to his home. Here's Shaban. According to a source familiar with the investigation who personally watched the police body camera footage from that night, officers knocked on the door of the Pelosi home, then backed away. And the video clearly shows Paul Pelosi opened the door with his left hand just like what was noted in the documents filed by the DA's office. Now, also as written in the DA docs, the source tells us the body cam video shows officers having a brief conversation with Pelosi and David DePap. That's the man accused of breaking into the Pelosi home before DePap starts beating Pelosi with a hammer. These reports from the San Francisco Bay Area are in direct conflict with the documents written out by the U.S. Department of Justice. The DOJ claims that police entered the Pelosi home and that Paul did not open the door. There's still no word on whether or not NBC will restore the initial reporter who got suspended for simply reporting the facts. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.